Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Well Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 90. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Adam and Caitlin. What's up? Hi. And we're winging it, bros. Oh, my gosh. I just have to say it like that. Caitlin is so scared right now that this podcast. She is. She's, she's not like, about you it. Guys, I could read this paper, but I mean, I don't know if I have time to read this paper. It's like, just chill vibes today. Oh, my God. <laughs> just going to chill. Yeah, we're going to have a great time. We're just going to wing it. We're going to see what freaking happens. We're going to talk about all the amazing counters Caitlin's had in her life. She's had so many, and I actually just haven't heard about all of them. I didn't know that that's what we were going to do. All right, Caitlin, start from the first whale encounter you've ever had. I don't remember. I don't know. Wow, she's had too many. She doesn't remember. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure I saw gray whales when I was a kid, but I don't remember. Remember it. you always said like, you saw like Southern residents or Yeah, something? Southern residents are the first ones that I remember. We were camping in the San Juan Islands, but I mean, I'm sure growing up on the Oregon coast, I saw gray whales at some point. I just don't remember it cool so should we go through our sightings and then just kind of talk yeah, about our we talk about something well like i want to start with a little different than we normally do and i wanted to say thank you to all our supporters first instead of saving saving it for the end I, of the let's, episode let's do it sounds good to so, me so um we did get some more bookings since last time we recorded so thank you to everyone who signed up for whale nerds weekend we're very excited mm-hmm. to see you all in october we're just about a month out and uh, we have 10 spots left. So if you're still thinking about joining the trip, there are still spaces available. You can book it at thewhalenerds.com slash trips. And we also got a new Patreon subscriber who actually updated how much they are giving monthly. So thank you so much for that. Um, if you want to support our work on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash whalenerds. And we had some good questions in our inbox. And actually, someone brought to our attention that there's something wrong with the file on episode 84 on some of the platforms. So if you're trying to listen to episode 84, we're aware of it now. We're trying to get it resolved. Some of the platforms have it right. Some of the platforms don't have it at all. And some of them have episode 86 instead. So I don't I don't know what happened. But it is correct on the YouTube right now if you want to listen to it on YouTube. But by the time we post this episode, it should all be fixed. But something very bizarre happened with Podbean, and we are trying to resolve it. So sorry about that. But wah, we'll fix it. <laughs> so. Also, yeah. if you rate or review or subscribe to the podcast somewhere, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks for the support, guys. And I am so excited for Whale Nerds Weekend. It's going to be a blast. So if you haven't yet and you're interested in signing up, you should do it ASAP because I have a feeling it's going to sell out and it's going to be an awesome time. I'm going to guarantee you guys a breach from a humpback. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, dude. We're guaranteeing stuff getting, out I here. I think I've seen a breach every single day for the last like 10 days somewhere in the Bay. Well, so we do I'm have three if days we, water, I'm not going to guarantee it next to the boat, but breach. I'm going to guarantee it somewhere in the Bay while we're out. <laughs> wow. Not that we're going to see <laughs> right, it. Just that someone's going to be like, oh, we're at a breach over here. <laughs> I'm going to say, you're going to have to give me 20 bucks if we don't see one. I'll give you 20 bucks. Uh, okay. Can I tell you guys a quick story about paying someone money for a breach? Yes. <laughs> okay. So today, I guess I'll just do my signings real quick. So today I went out and we had a, a bunch. Of, I found like eight humpback whales in the fog. Uh, the fog was kind of lifting. And I found eight humpback whales. And two of the whales ended up being this cool colored calf that we've been seeing that has like some white pigment around the eyes and on the top of the fluke and so on. And so today, after these whales all split up from the sea lions, these two kind of headed west actually it was it was uh there was an escort there as well and so i gave them some time because the whale was starting to like roll over and do some little like tail sloshes and stuff like that and so i told the passengers on my boat i was like let's give some time because i have literally missed this whale breach every single day by like an hour or just like it's breached when i've gone in and so we gave it time and then there was a pot of killer whale seen right in front of the harbor yesterday in, in Moss Landing. So I was like, all right, you guys, we've given this whale like a good 45 minutes or an hour and it hasn't breached, but it still seems kind of active. So I get on the radio and I called Danny and Tim and I was like, you guys, if this whale breaches, please let me know because I'm the only one that doesn't have a photo of it. And I said, I'll pay you guys $50. And I was like, so 25 each. And literally they were like, wait, so, okay, we'll split it. Right. And then he's like, He's like, Slater, you know, we're just going to say it's going to breach, right? And I was like, no, <laughs> I have to get a photo of it when I come back. 
And so I'm not, and as I'm explaining the rules of this, this bet, the freaking calf flies out of the water. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> they both go cha-ching. And I was like, damn it. So then, I, so then I run back over and I was like, Danny, can I get up ahead of you? So I, I pull up in front of Danny and I get the shot. And so they're like, thank you. So now I owe them both 25 bucks. Oh my God. So. And you said it on the podcast. So there's no getting out of it now. Yeah. So I'll pay you 20 bucks. I'll bring a $20 bill specific to pay Caitlin for free chance. We're just going to like set it in an envelope on the dash. <laughs> So, yeah. We'll have Kate hold it until it happens. That's and then funny. Kayla Tim just commented it. on my post on Instagram and he was like, he said something about the money. And he Where's my it. money, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to that's catch awesome. him in the morning if he's going out. Yeah, that's so funny. Dude, that's a cool whale. Yeah, so, I want to yeah. call it Panda. I want yeah, there, There's a million names. They, they, yeah. I want to give it a hug. Yeah, I just want to see I, it. I, I want you guys to see it. I really hope it's still around here. I hope. Ah, oh, that'd be so cool. It just, it just showed up like a week and a half ago. It wasn't here in the beginning. Like, and I saw a fluke and Aurora today. It's so funny because they're like old news now. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I was so happy because I hadn't seen them for a week. And so um, I was like, this is fluke and Aurora. Like, and I saw them before I actually found the eight other whales. So there's a nice. lot of humpbacks around. Cool. Again. So yeah. good. Save some of the action for October. We're almost there. Oh, it'll be here. So what else did you see this week? Um, I think I saw Fatfin again since I talked to you guys last. I'm not, did I? Did we talk about Fatfin last time? Yeah, we did. Mm. We talked about him being erratic. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so like, we, I saw him the like, next day thing. after that podcast. Um, and I found him by myself. We were by ourselves. And he went down and we actually could have got a very good look, but I was like, you know what, let's just stay back and kind of like, maybe if we just don't go close to them at all, they'll like give us good looks. Nope. Didn't matter. He popped up a mile off the direction like yep. three times. And yep. so I, I told my passenger, I said, let's give him like one more time. And so we got like actually one pretty decent look. And then we went on to find lunch feeding. So that was cool. But um, other than that, it's been, we did have like a couple days where the whales were in 50 feet of water, 60 feet of water in Marina. Um, that happens. I feel like every summer at one point they get yeah. inside there, which is really cool to watch because the, what happened, what, what these three whales were doing was they were basically just like, say they started at Moss Landing and they were just working their way towards Monterey. And basically you would see like some pelicans and cormorants and stuff dive up ahead. And then sure enough, they would like lunge there and then mm -hmm. they would keep going. And then um, we ran into a pot of like easily 25 plus um, bottlenose dolphin. Nice. Um, and they were doing some really cool behaviors. And I think that they were just corralling the bait. They were like all tail slapping kind of in a circle. Um, even Danny noticed it. And we were like, this is actually really crazy. Like I've never seen bot. Like they were all doing it and then they were, I don't, it's not like they lunch feed, you know what I mean? So it's not like we could tell if they're feeding or anything, but they definitely were chasing bait around. Um, Interesting. Yeah. There's been Rizzo seen almost every day. Today. I didn't see that. I, they actually popped up fairly close, but I didn't get any looks at them. I was, that calf was breaching and it's like hard to pull away from a calf. That's. Have you seen any Rizzo's being flung out of the air by killer whales or? No, but every time I see them, is it sad that I like pray for their downfall? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit a little bit well oh it's like uh, yeah i guess uh i saw a post on instagram today that there were some killer whales seen in the Farallon or near the Farallon islands um and one of the females had a pretty cool chunk out of the dorsal fin i'll have to send you guys the thing and see if you can idea was that oceanic society or who saw them uh yeah oceanic society posted it see if you know them adam oh yeah i saw that big male i didn't recognize him but that's pretty cool let me look. Uh, dorka, you know I feel like we've been having a lot of killer whale sightings in the last week. It's uh, been, I yeah. Didn't, I true. didn't see them a couple, you know, your friend saw them down in Big Sur, right, Adam? Yes. He's, so that, a pod that down before in Big that, Sur. there was a pod scene in, in Monterey. I assume it was probably the same pod. Um, but if not, super cool. Um, and then we had that pod yesterday that I missed because the weather was pretty bumpy. Uh, I actually don't think it was the same pod because that pod was oh, recorded as, as Luis, right? Everybody said it was the 140Bs. Yeah. And I the other like... pod had this like weird big male in it. Okay, I know yeah, these so. I know these whales. The male has a nick low down on his dorsal fin and then the female with that nick up high. 
They're definitely in the catalog. Yeah. Ninety seven catalog. Um, they're probably in both. We'll have to take a look and get back to y'all on that. Catalog. That's so funny to say, huh? The nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, they're catalog. definitely in the ninety seven, and they should be in the twenty one catalog. <sighs> so stoked he was because between now. because between the notch on the lower part of his dorsal fin and all of those scratch marks in his saddle, like you definitely should, should be, be pretty easy. And then even the female, she has that notch up high, but then she has a couple. If there's a right side photo, she has a couple scratches in her saddle patch too. Um, no idea before the episode ends. Caitlin, what did you see this week? You said it was kind of bumpy today. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I went out of town on Friday uh, afternoon. So I think I had pretty much all my sightings reported before I left for vacation. I'm trying to think what Friday morning was like. I don't know. It's all a blur. Um, I was out of town. Were you doing, weren't you doing captain stuff or something? No, I was visiting my family. Well, I mean, I did stuff while I was out of town, but my oh, main motive before you left that day, I thought you didn't go out on Friday, maybe. I did in the morning, and then oh, I didn't gosh. go on the afternoon flight, even though my flight was delayed, um, or the afternoon trip. Um, so yeah, I went to the Oregon coast, so that was nice, and I went tide pooling at Haystack Rock in Cannon Beach, which was good. It was better tide pooling than I'd seen it for a long time, a lot for... A lot of years, the sand had shifted and most of the little rocks in front of Haystack were covered. And so all that marine life died because it got smothered. Um, But the rocks are exposed again. So there's a lot more stuff going on, which is cool. Um, I didn't see any whales while I was on vacation, though. It was nice and calm. If there was whales around, I would have seen them. Um, And then today... I know. Then today... uh, the weather was pretty bumpy and we went down on Stellwagen Bank and there was a couple of different humpbacks around and we got great looks at a big ocean sunfish, like almost the size of a car hood ocean sunfish. Oh. And there was a little kid on board that was like, I guess he'd been asking about it before the trip. So he was like, so stoked to see the sunfish. <laughs> and, awesome. um, the whales, I think, got a little bit active, but it was pretty choppy. And so I was more concerned with the people on the deck, um, just helping them walk around to get to the railing to see the whale. So I didn't really get to see the whale a lot because I was kind of on the downslope in the bow so, and I'm already pretty short, so I couldn't see <laughs> over everyone's heads. But I think they had a great trip. I just was more concerned with them walking around than anything else today. <laughs> Yeah, those trips are always sketchy. It's like, yeah. uh... I would rather, I mean, as crew, I would rather be on the deck to make in those problem areas, like, you know, between the benches in the bow or at the staircase, mm-hmm. just to know that they're going to be safe walking around than anything else on days like that. And if I was a captain, I would hope that I had crew that was of the same frame of mind. I mean, I love whales and I love I watching whales, but you know, the passengers come first and safety comes first. So there's some days where you just have your head down on the deck the whole time and you just don't get to see it, but it's saves you a lot of headache later because you are preventing people from taking a tumble on accident. Well, especially on a big boat like that, like you have so many people to watch after, right? Like, yeah. And I always tell my new crew, it's like, it's all about the staircases and the dead spaces on the boat where there's no handrail or where there's a staircase. Like you need to be there just just in case so we also get it sometimes where it's just like people being dumb like we have yeah. a couple of days where it's just like hey you know you say it 50 times on the mic please hold on to the handrails make sure you're holding on the handrails yep. we're gonna pick yep. up speed here make sure you're holding on yep. the handrails and people are just fumbling around not holding yep. on to anything yep. so that can be super frustrating but um Slater I doesn't did... have that problem because he has a yeah, small no, he boat doesn't. No, I don't have that problem because I'm Slater Moore and I don't need handrails. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh my God. You know how many times JJ says that to me? Like at least a couple (laughs) times a month on the radio now. Now that I'm on the boat and I can talk across radios. Or he'll be like, Slater, look over here. And then he'll do my thing like out the window. (laughs) (laughs) But the best is like. No, I do have people. People, people, when they go to the bow on my boat and it's like a little bouncy, it'll like make them sit down on that little seat. Sometimes. yeah but that's that's exactly it like there's somewhere for them to sit and there's nowhere for them to get a bunch of momentum to run across the deck 
Like that's the thing that would drive me, drives me nuts is when there's the empty space between the benches and they like can get a few steps in and build some momentum and then run with the yep. swell. I'm like, stop, yep, yep, you're yep. going to fall down and it's going to hurt a lot. We always get kids on the bow that are just like trying to time it with the waves to jump. Yeah. And Dave's always like, go to like kid to stop jumping now. Yep. And I'm like, yep. I have to exactly. go up there and ruin and crush their dreams. Yep. Oh my gosh. The captain, sometimes he'll be like, yo, go down there. But other times he'll get on the loud hailer that just plays to the bow and he'll be like, hey, attention down in front, no jumping. And then he'll go into this long speech about how if you jumped at the wrong time and you go overboard, you're going to get sucked under by the propellers yep. and yep. then you're going to get chewed up and you're going to get turned into shark bait and we're not going to turn around and go pick up your pieces. Danny's like new thing is he's like, I really wish I could just turn my whole boat into a jump house and then like just have people fly and like, I'm like, dude, they would so break their neck. Oh yeah, no. But on the New Horizon, dude, that yeah, it's a okay. possibility. <laughs> I have an update. What? OCT forty one is the female. I can't find the male. Oh, okay. that female that's from the fair up in the Fairlands. Yeah. Yeah, but what's the CA number? So then I can know who it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's oh, another question. Such a bummer. I that conversion chart's somewhere on here. Oh, there is one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, so Adam, what did you see this week? You know, just humpback whales every day, being friendly with the boat oh, every single darn. day. Oh, um, the literally, I think. Barbara. I think. Um, let's see: Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then today, Wednesday, we've had friendly whales. Tuesday, we had we didn't have any friendlies, but we had one that was like super into the kelp, and like. Oh, I was so mad. This whale was playing with the kelp and like it was a huge kelp patty. And like he put both of his peck fins up and both of his peck fins were just covered in kelp. <laughs> and then he had it like, draped across his chest too. And we were, it was like we were running late and this was like 10 miles out of the harbor. And we were like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. And so like we let, we let the whale dive and then we were like slowly we started to move out of, out of the area. But like as he was like, I don't know, 200 yards off our stern, we were already pulling away. He did this massive spy hop with his eye completely out of the water, kelp draped all over his face. And I just watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's like a dream <laughs> photo. Like, and I'm just looking at it. Oh, so brutal. Oh, that's funny. So that was Actually, sad. I think that's what we saw Friday morning. Now that you bring that up before I left for my trip with our kelp is like little, little, little oh, really? fronds. And so like that, but it gets clumpy. And so like, they like kind of yeah. put it on their face and then like, let it run down their back a little bit and then yeah. they keep going. Yeah. So that, that was really cool. I was bummed. I missed the photo, but that happens to the best of us. Mm -hmm. um, and then today it was super, super duper foggy um, in the morning and it was kind of sketchy just cause I didn't know if we were going to find whales because it was that foggy. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden this little area opened up and we had about seven whales in there, seven or eight. Um, and among them was Scarlet. Scarlet is my favorite whale. Um, we've been watching Scarlet on the condor for 15 years. And this year she has a calf with her. And I swear to Poseidon, every time I see Scarlet, she just like beelines it for the boat <laughs> um again like i don't know why i don't know what her deal is i don't know around the condor express dude she probably knows it she's been going there for longer than you've been alive but doesn't I she mug, mug like every boat true no she did she, actually today she did mug a smaller um like whatever 20 foot sea ray or something and then like a couple weeks ago she did mug um the island packer boats which are very similar to our boats but a little bit different um, I just, jets? I just, they're not jets, they're props. They are catamarans. They're 65 foot catamarans. We were a 71 foot catamaran and it's the same, you know, build maker and everything, um, boat maker, but they have props. We have jets. So that kind of throws my theory at the window, but regardless, she's a, an extremely friendly whale. Like, and it's just super cool to see one that has, you know, had a negative run in with boats in the past. Obviously her name's Scarlet because she is this really gnarly boat propeller scar on her back that is kind of bubbled up and she has some really weird um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say callosities but it's just like a 
the weird formation of how it's how it's grown back. He said it has these like weird bubbles on the back, just how it's grown back. But it's been like that. Well, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it's, been such, like, it's been like that. Such a traumatic injury. I think of other and whales where I've yeah, where I've seen scars that bad, and it doesn't heal clean, right? Like, I mean, no. Think about how easy with a flensing knife the blubber layer comes off on a whale and so yeah. when you think about it having to stitch back together on a moving animal mm-hmm. like it's not going to heal very nicely yeah it's it's not, definitely not a perfect heal but it, it it allows us to identify really i literally saw her from two miles away today and i was like oh there's scarlet you can yeah. see the big bubble on her back so yeah cool. um but yeah she's a super friendly whale she's easily my my favorite whale every every time we see her she comes over and um, yeah, with her new calf, it's just kind of cool, you know, seeing her pass that tradition on, um, it seems like, and that the calf this year is super friendly. Um, and it's just funny, like, she'll, she'll, like today, she, she, they went down for like 10 minutes and we we're like, okay, should, should we just leave? Like, we didn't see them come back. We're like, eh, they're, they're probably done with us. And then as we were about to move out of the way, boom, popped up right again, right next to us. And they're just like doing the same thing, spy hopping, rolling around. Um, so you can't really ask for a better encounter than that. So super awesome. Today was an awesome day. And it, it's, I, I've said it in the past, it, they seem to go through these phases here. Like they'll go through a phase of a week or two straight, you know, every day or every other day, they'll muck the boat. And then for a week straight, they'll be breaching. And then for a week straight, they'll be tail throwing. And then for a week straight, they'll be lunch feeding. Like, it's just kind of weird how they go through these phases but when you really start paying attention you can like see those patterns which is i think is my favorite part about whale watching realistically interesting well so i was thinking about you're like oh tell us your first whale encounter ever how about one that's sort of like a memory from this time of year that i don't think i've ever talked to you about on the podcast let's do it we should all share our own yeah i'll go first so six years ago about this time of year, I worked on contract for Big Blue Live with the BBC. What the heck is that? Oh, I oh. That. yeah. Caitlin just freaking throwing around <laughs> BBC shoots out here, making so, us feel like losers. I just worked as boat crew. I wasn't like on film or anything. I was just yeah. part of the Dude, team. The boss, that... Adam, like always. So <laughs> they came out and did like some pre, like some B-roll collection and like promo stuff in July. I got to meet Steve Backshaw and stuff, which was pretty cool. Then the UK broadcast was the weekend, the week of August 30th, somewhere in there yeah. of 2015. And on my Facebook memories, it popped up on the 30th of August saying six years ago today, you made this post. And I was like, what the heck is this? And there's a picture of the blue whale that we put live on TV in the UK. And it was the first time that ever had like a blue whale had ever been live on TV for a nature show. Um, they've been live on the news before, especially in Southern California, but not for like, we want to put a blue whale live on TV for this like live documentary series. What are the odds? Yeah. Yeah. So especially in 2015. So the start of the end of 2013 was the start of that warm water blob and the start summer of 2014. I was an intern, but I was also working in the office a little bit and the BBC calls and I answered the phone. And they were like, we want to put a blue whale live on TV. What are the odds? And I was like, (laughs) we've seen two all summer. So slim. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, not to like, I don't want to lose this opportunity, but I also want you to be realistic about like, we haven't hardly seen any. We haven't had any krill. We've had incredible dolphins, humpbacks, killer whales, everything else, but no blue whales. And they're like, okay, well then they like kept, kept talking about it. And I was just like, oh, we'll see what happens. So then they came and we had sort of seen blue whales that week, but not really. And I was like, oh, God, I don't this doesn't look good. So we left at like, I don't know, sunrise. So that's probably six o'clock in the morning in August, maybe earlier, 545, something like that. And we're looking all day in uh, a Zodiac. So like full sun exposure, no bathroom, (laughs) all day. And I think they were supposed to go live at like two o'clock in the afternoon and it was like 1.15. And I was like, we don't have, I'm texting the producer. Like we don't, we don't have one. And we had looked everywhere, everywhere. And the Fulmar was out with the actual crew, like the show crew 
and they were searching another part of the bay and i was like oh my god so we try this one last spot and the show had already started and i was like we're searching our last hope place we'll see what happens and we found it oh my (laughs) gosh so then the other trick was like obviously the boat was not going to get there they were up in moss landing with humpbacks as like their backup so they flew a helicopter to us and they took aerial footage but then it was like we didn't know how long the whale was diving and they like interrupted steve in his earpiece and like for people that had watched steve backshaw's shows before they knew that he was like a little taken off guard and i watched it later and was like i knew he was excited because he couldn't shut up yeah (laughs) he was just like oh my god the blue like telling you everything he knew about it and it luckily was not diving very long and they got i think two clips of it before the segment was over with the helicopter dude what are the odds like adam you know what's even it's not crazier than that but i am randomly there that entire weekend and there oh, was yeah. also a big blue live there was all they were also the doing u.s broadcast at, well they were also doing it at the aquarium they had two yes. people talking yep. there so yep. margo and i were at the aquarium while that was going no on way. and we could see that yeah. we could because they have like hosts like yeah they go back to you betty you know what i mean like yeah. that kind of thing so they yeah. had two people talking at the aquarium while that was going on yeah and it was and i could see that it was liz bonin and some other guy right i don't yeah i don't know who the uk guy was but for the american broadcast i think joyce reidenberg was the american host she's a phenomenal marine mammal anatomist out of cornell university if you want to like see inside giants or anything like that that's that's all joy reidenberg she's incredible um i think that's pretty crazy that i happened to be there on that weekend too yeah with caitlin and like we Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. seeing the Fulmar with all the camera people on yep. top, like with that yep. guy. The guy was on that boat, right? Steve. Yeah, Steve. And yeah. They were like filming him up there. Yep. I remember. I remember yep. that. Like, yep. And they had the there. Cineflex camera yep. and all that jazz. Um, Chris Eubank was driving the boat. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. He was probably like, Preacher. <laughs> <laughs> so after they like wrapped on the show, they they told us to stay in the zodiac with the whale for a couple minutes because they were going to film some like comparison footage i think the skiff we were in was like 22 and a half feet long or something so this whale was like 60 feet longer than us mm-hmm. and so and they got some clips of us like li- with the whale laid out at the surface right next to us i never saw him but i know the helicopter was filming it so and were you on national live tv or what no the boat was not in any of the shots just the whale um but when we were driving in the production team called us and um they were like everybody in the trailer's crying we're gonna bring some champagne to the office thanks so much that's so so awesome yeah that's so cool and then um for the american broadcast which was like a week later it was like after labor day or during labor day weekend or something we they were like let's do it again and i was like oh my god i think they saw that same blue whale for like two or three days and then it disappeared and i was like oh no so we did find a blue whale again it was a smaller individual and it was subsurface traveling and um we were on the sea wolf and we again we scouted all day i think we sent someone else out in the zodiac and then we were on the sea wolf and we like divided and conquered but we found it like three hours before the broadcast was supposed to start. So then we had to keep Mm, track of it for three hours. So we did, um, because it was subsurface traveling, we could see it really well below the surface because it was a clear sunny day. And as soon as the show was about to start, it started getting foggy. And yeah. And we were like 12 miles from Monterey. And so they were worried about the relay for the images to go from the helicopter to the aquarium. Mm -hmm. So we like almost didn't get it, but we did end up getting it. But by the time we left, we were like 18 miles from Monterey and it was foggy. It was nuts, but yeah. I love Monterey. Blue whales live on TV. It just comes together when you need it to for some odd reason. (laughs) I know. So that was the same week they had the killer whales punching the common dolphin in the air. And I got footage of it. And we had lunch feeding humpbacks. We had all kinds of dolphin species. We had killer whales. We had blue whales. 
had fin whales. Like it was like a crazy week. It was like all the animals knew they were going to be on TV and they were all there. It was just nuts. And that's exactly the way that the animals feel for the whale nerds weekend, October 14th, 15th, 16th. Yeah. One bridge, one Rizzo dolphin, one humpback. One killer whale punching a Rizzo. Hey, whoa, 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 dude. So then, so then the killer whale footage, Mark Carradine sees that and he calls and was like, that was really good. Can we do that for Blue Planet too? And I was like, yeah, because we can just control that. Like, yeah, what? Let's just. It's funny because they know that you can't, but they still they, oh, yeah. they still ask. Yeah. For some reason they ask. They're like, so yeah. like, are you gonna see killer whales uh like around the, the second or third of September? It's like so uh, no. <laughs> I think Maybe. since they since they already had permitted stuff and the crew and the equipment already there, they just for 40 days contracted us to do that for Blue Planet 2. And we did see two or three common dolphin hunts with killer whales during that 40 day stint that we worked. Um, but none of them were that big acrobatic thing. And I think at one point they were only filming with the red camera when they did have a couple good hits, um, but it wasn't good enough. So it didn't make the cut for a blue planet. Too. Yeah. That's crazy. But they well, they maybe, filmed for 40 days. It was crazy. Maybe blue planet three. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I don't, I've never seen Killer whales hunt a common dolphin. That would be cool, but maybe one day. Maybe and October that was 14, 15, that was 16. in October. That was in Oct- no. September and October. <laughs> Who knows? G yeah, Wilkers. Uh, Danny thinks that that pod that we had the other night killed an elephant seal. So I'm telling you, October is going to be elephant That's, seal hunting. Season. Yeah, November is when I saw my first elephant seal hunt ever. So you, I would die. I need to know right now. Are you guys even ready for October? <laughs> I'm sure I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Three days with Adam, I'm scared too. Me too. Adam's <laughs> gonna be like, oh my god. And I'll be like, look at that freaking Rizzo's dolphin. So tiny. Wait, but does he do that in your boat, Slater? No, he does it for some odd reason. I, I could have a whale go under my boat, peck slap him in the face, and he'd be like, oh, it's all right. I'd be like, dude, uh, oh my God. I'm pretty sure I have a video on my Instagram, <laughs> a 30, a 38-minute video of me screaming. Yeah, about, about whale. Nine, but he only did it because he was live, dude. He was oh. <laughs> dude. So it's to be hands on deck. Yeah, because we're ready to freaking film any minute, dude. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of encounters in the past this time of year. Um one that comes to mind was actually last year and last year was like a crazy incredible blue whale year for us right we had blue whales for six months straight every day in groups of like eight to like 30 sometimes like we had some days where they all joined up and were all within like a a square mile radius of each other um but by this time last year it started to thin out or it's not even that it started to thin out it's that the humpbacks started to come back in um and so i remember last year it was probably i think it was like september 5th or something we had a a sunset trip that we don't normally run but we had a a, we had a private group book the the morning whale watch so we pushed the public whale watch to the afternoon um and it was probably like it wasn't really sunset but it was like that like yellowish orange light before sunset so it was really gorgeous light and we had we found a group of five humpbacks and it was the coolest thing i all five of them at the exact same time started kelping dang and it was like bro what's in the water like what are you guys drinking here like (laughs) why are you all kelping and it was it was at the exact same time they all found their own little kelp patties and just boom from kelp patty to kelp patty to kelp patty all five of them are doing it and then dave was like oh i have some offshore bottlenose let's go let's go look at them and i'm like no Look at these whales. They're all <laughs> kelping. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. Five of them all at the same time. I, I don't know why they would do that. I don't know if it's just coincidence, but they are all five of them just started kelping. It's super cool. And I, so there's, like, I guess there's just a bunch of kelp patties out there. That, that your humpback whales have like a hive mentality or something. They all mm. want to do the same thing at the same, same thing time. at the same time. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all one brain. Noticing. It's really one yeah. brain. <laughs> It's Mother Nature just telling them to kill. But only in Santa Barbara. Only in Santa Barbara. (laughs) 
That's it. Not in Monterey. I mean, all years are lunge feeding at the same time and breaching at the same time. But I guess I mean, they do I that. Yes. I guess they do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like for a couple of days straight or whatever. That's one that comes to mind this time of year. But I mean, I, I'm sure we can have, we can talk about that for the rest of eternity well Slater so you came up during the BBC madness but you also had some incredible whale watches during this time of year absolutely one of my favorite trips I think I've ever been on it's definitely a top day where I wish I could go back to you bring it up to me almost every week at least I'll never ever get lunch feeding sunset whales ever again (laughs) in my entire life (laughs) God, except dude. for october 14th 15th or 16th the 16th when we have our sunset trip yeah we can also get sunrising and you'd be happy with that wouldn't you yeah no i wouldn't sunrise adam i have sunset. oh i have sunrise lunch feeding it's basic That's true you do have sunlight <laughs> sunrise and i want to go back feeding. to that day too and redo it because <laughs> if i was on my own boat i could have got closer we stayed really far because it's swells. Yeah. i remember i remember yeah. specifically jj saying he didn't want to go in there and I remember being like, dang it, dude. Because the whales were in like 40 feet of water. Yeah. But then there was like seven or eight foot rollers. And so, yeah. Let me tell you. that night, I was there. That night. Well, that I need to I hear had, it. That, well, wait, not the sunrise one. That night where yeah. I had those whales lunch feeding. And I think I have like at least like eight or nine in a photo at one time. And there's obviously the ones that are back, or like have the sunset behind it. Okay. I thought that I literally was Nat Geo. I submitted, I submitted that photo. You got, didn't you get posted by Nacho Your Shot? Yeah, I did. So I said, I said, they used to, they don't have it anymore. They got rid of it. But on their website, there was yourshot.natgeo.com and you could submit it. Well, I submitted it and it, like, it started getting all these, like, they're like reshare kind of things or like little ticks and, or votes that you can like vote on an image. Well, then it, they gave me this little, like, uh, like, what are those little badges you get when you like first, second in place, first, like second, a third? Bat, like a like a black? Metal. Like a medal, but like, you know, they like at the fairgrounds, they're like the, like a, a ribbon. ribbon or, yeah, ribbon. There was like a little ribbon on it. And it was like a, it was like a Nat Geo photographer liked this photo. And it was like some guy that was a Nat Geo photographer. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I've made it. Like, and I think I was just like 21 at the time. So Margo and I were going to Vegas. And like on the way to Vegas, I was like, dude, I'm going to become a Nat Geo photographer on my way to Vegas. Like, <laughs> is a legend. And then I lost the raw files and I'll never see that photo, that photo again. Oh. I'm pretty sure I was on, you were on the Seawolf that night, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Or the I was crew. I was crew. And I remember, I remember you being there for sure. Take It was on the Seawolf because I took video from the upper deck of most of that encounter. And my arm was sore after the end of holding the camera for like 40 minutes straight. There's nothing better, Adam, when they lunge feed back to back to back to back. Like, they, they, <laughs> I had that happen like a week ago, I think. And, and I've had lunch feeding since, but it's like they do two or three, then they spread out, then they do two or three. But we had that like, one no. day that was pretty choppy out there. That they did it just like yeah, for eight that, hours that straight, right? Day. But it was, it was kind of all over the place and they it was were, rocky out there, so. I mean, like when it's enough where like five boats can just sit in like a U shape and like just watch them go and go and go and like you know yeah. what's gonna happen. You see the sea yeah. lines move over to the right and they just go. Yeah. And then you cry every single time it happens. <laughs> you get water in your viewfinder. <laughs> <laughs> and then you identify a humpback whale by its chin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I did this season with the sword remember i showed you guys that cool stripe on his left side uh, yeah yeah i love identifying humpbacks by like little like different like peck fins or like different dorsal fins i want to see lefty do a peck slap that humpback here that's missing a peck fin you may see a flipper yeah like i think i think it has a little bit like it'd be kind of cool to see it, it has a little like, it has a little nub, nub. yeah like it's but cool. it's it's less than a foot long it's small I want to get them from the drone and it sucks because I see it pop up on happy will. And it's like, you saw this. And I'm like, no, how did I not know? <laughs> I need Unless I need, he breaches, how do you know? You know, I'll need Kate to call it out. Cause she's very good yeah. at it. And so she's always like, Oh, lefty's here or Lima's yeah. here. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So yeah. I'll need her to like call it out. And then I'll be like, boom, drone. If you, if you guys could go back to one day oh to refilm God. something, what would it be? We already know Slater's. No, you don't. I have too many. <laughs> uh i don't caitlin. know about mine Two of them were, three of them were with caitlin probably probably all with caitlin yeah i mean we did some of these on our patreon only we did episodes so share them with the world but 
I don't know. Um, there's a lot of days that happened where I just didn't know which thing, like which piece of equipment to use, which I think yeah. you guys share the sentiment. <laughs> That's on Adam's that. life. Yeah. <laughs> I know one. What? And I don't think Caitlin was there, but I was on that boat. I was on the Seawolf and um, I handed my DSLR camera to Isaiah, actually. And the oh, killer whales were, were eating a Pacific white-sided dolphin. And I had the drone up and he actually took a photo on my camera of like it hitting the white side, like kind of like that Mexico bottlenose thing, but with the white side. And I was so mad. I don't even, I, I'm pretty sure I have that card somewhere too. And I was like so devastated that someone got a photo on my camera and like, it was like, and it was slightly out of focus too. And I was like, dude, if I would have got that, like, oh my God. And then my, and then on top of that, the footage I got, like the ISO was accidentally at like 400 and for video or for drones back then in general, it just is so grainy. So on the yeah. thing, it looked fine. But as soon as I looked at it at home, it was just like straight grain. And yeah. so, and that's a bloody video too. Like the, there's a lot of blood coming out of the, they like tear the white side in half too. Well, don't post it on Instagram because you'll get a bunch of hate. I think, didn't you yeah. post that though? Even though it was kind of blown out? I think I did. I have before. For sure. I feel like, Probably or maybe ago. you posted it on the yeah. company Facebook page. I remember yeah. seeing it because I think I was out of town. I remember Everett coming to my house and looking at it and i was like like they were like let us write a caption and it was like make sure we put like graphic and warning in it because it was like yeah. pretty bloody yeah well so and great. at the time that company's facebook page was like getting millions of views on videos and so like you got all yeah. kinds of nutty comments like yeah. you people are so sick what's the matter with you and it's like dude it's nature like oh my gosh we're not sick this is what the animals we'll did that, we didn't we'll tell them now. to do this yeah. And sometimes I ask myself, I was like, am I crazy? Because I really hope that these killer whales eat the sea lion right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, dude, I want to see that behavior that comes after the kill and like, you know, during the kill. And like, yeah, sorry, when they I, celebrate I, and don't stuff. Don't get me wrong, dude. I, I like when I, when the first time I filmed them killing a gray whale, I was, my thumb was shaking while flying the, like when I was flying the drone over that, I was literally shaking and Margo was next to me crying. Like, it's just like, dude, it's intense. I remember, I, remember I was working discovery. in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I remember, remember that? Yeah. And they were having a barbecue on the back deck. And yep. I was like inside yep. office trying to edit this. Yep. Clip, and and I like, was on the phone with the news. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Um, Straight up shaking. Dude, Adam, have you, have you been flying a drone where your thumb is like this? Uh, <laughs> I don't really. I <laughs> haven't really flown over like, I, honestly, the one that I did that was the Rizzo's, was the Rizzo's being eaten. And I was I was just so like I remember I remember focused on getting well, the shot though. but well because I, I was like dude just don't worry about like getting missing well I was I was doing it. fine but then like there, there's nothing I could have done I, I couldn't have done any yeah. better you know because they were feeding subsurface a lot they were kind of taking deeper dives they would pop up and there's six whales so it's like okay who has the Rizzo's like, like yeah which one of you has it? And then I landed my drone. And the second I landed my drone, they tear, tore the a thing big, apart. And a there's a bunch blood of pool comes up. blood we everywhere. Really, we still yeah, I know. It didn't happen down below. So it I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. that would have been, like, I would, like, that would have been the only person ever to have that footage. On, like, my stupid, dumb, stupid Inspire. Like, that would be crazy. Stupid, dumb, stupid Inspire. That cost $12,000. Yeah, it's dumb. So dumb. So <laughs> stupid. And then DJI. Let's, let's roast them real quick. They come out with a yeah. freaking Mobile Osmo 5. Thank you for that. I really <laughs> needed that. Osmo Mobile 5. That's so funny. Well, oh, I mean. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, so thinking back to, like, you know, your guys' past encounters, because you guys have been in the ocean a lot longer than I have. Like what, what changes have you seen to the present day? Cause I think that that's really what interests me most, most like looking back on just like when you look at the Santa Barbara channel, like I've been, we have this blog that's posted every day and it's been posted every day for 11 years. And so what I'm, I'm trying to compile all that data into, you know, data sheets and charts and stuff. And when you look back on it, it's like, okay, for the past, you know, eight years or whatever, there is and great numbers of both humpback and blue whales in the summer every year. Like at some point the blue whales will move in for a month or two months and you'll have, you'll have a mix of both humpbacks and blue whales, you know, whether it's 10 humpbacks and 10 blue whales or 20 blue whales and five humpbacks, you know, whatever for a while there, that's, you know, that's what it was like, but definitely the past couple of years um, it seems like it's switching off. Like in 2019, incredible for humpbacks, zero blue whales, 2020, 
it started off really strong with humpbacks. They completely disappeared. We had like three weeks where we didn't see a single whale and then boom, blue whales were there for five months, you know? And then this year it's kind of like 2019 there's humpbacks everywhere. We've only had a couple of blue whale sightings and that's just the Santa Barbara channel, you know, and that's the observations I've made in my few years working here. Um, and I'm sure you guys have seen observations and, and changes in Monterey, which I think I would, I would love to hear about. I mean, it's tricky because like when I started there, we were in the midst of a warm water event that was very yeah. anomalous compared to the normal pattern. Of... Yeah, El... Well, that was earlier. Like it right? wasn't the even, it was... wasn't even El Nino's. They literally yeah. called it the warm water blob because it was just this anomalous patch of warm water yeah. that moved inshore for several years. And so it's hard to say if that was, I don't know. It's just like a blip in the timeline, I guess. Um, And so, especially when you talk about like real teasing out real distinct patterns, like I feel like you need a 10 or 15 year type of data set um, because things do happen on big long cycles in the Pacific ocean. And so I do think that there's like a, a swing on the pendulum like there's lots of whales and then it thins out and then there's lots of whales and then it thins out and it has to do with the bait and things like that can get screwed up for years at a time when you don't have the right conditions during spawning and so i don't have a great answer because like when i started it was like humpback whale of palooza and then when i left it was like still great really great whale watching but like definitely less whales than it used to be so well i mean that's that's the thing right you guys talk about these years back in 2015 of of 10 whales lunch feeding at a time and you just don't mm-hmm. see that anymore well and that was really only that one fall i mean and unfortunately so it could have been an anomaly year yeah and and there were captains all over the bay saying you know i've never seen this before in my life like this looks like alaska like this is nothing i've ever experienced you know this yeah. is the most whales i've ever seen first of all and this is the most whales i've ever seen surface feeding ever and so it was like then there was also this big concern about the fishery with the anchovies you know these whales are feeding on anchovies and the fishermen are saying this is the most fish i've ever seen in my life in this area and then there's maybe some science to suggest that those are the only fish in the california current like pushed in near shore because there's nothing happening Mm. offshore and so you just had like this three-dimensional space get compressed into monterey bay and it was like the conservationists were like really worried that like these are the last fish in the california Mm. current the fishermen were like I don't think that's true at all. And then the management was like, "Ah, I don't really know what to do with this. (laughs) And so it was really frustrating because it was such a strong September and beginning of October. And then the anchovy fishery started fishing right out in front of Moss Landing and it all just stopped. Hmm. And I'm not, no disrespect to the fishermen. I understand they have to look out for their best you know, return on investment. And so why would they go fish five miles away when the fish are right there half a mile from the harbor? But it really put us at odds against each other because the whale watching industry was just raking it in. We had great news coverage and social media posts and so many people were coming whale watching late in the season because of all the action. Mm -hmm. And then it just squashed as soon as the fishery took over for about a week and then all of a sudden the whales left Uh, or they spread out you know they spread out they pushed further offshore they didn't get bit in big groups right in front of moss landing and i know that like that was when bbc was here so i was here every day and it was literally my living to figure out where the hell these whales were every day and Mm. so i remember taking notes on it very detailed notes on it because i was like we are getting paid a lot of money by BBC to come and film this. And now it's stopped. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Nicklin came down from Nat Geo. Cause he also wanted to get in on the photography action. And he got that really compelling photo at sunrise of all the dead anchovies floating in front of Moss Landing Harbor, because the, I think the fish were too small or it was too much of a mixed school to sell. And so the fishermen dumped it right outside the Harbor. Oh, and really? Yeah. And he, you know, that caused a big uproar. And so there was quite a rift that formed between 
I mean, there was already a rift there, but a rift yeah. widened between the ecotourism industry and the commercial fishing industry in Monterey during those years. And yeah, it's hard because no one has enough funding to know the like actual answer to the question of like, is there more fish somewhere? Yeah. But that, you know, anchovies are not an actively managed uh, fishery, so they don't do stock assessments for them. They haven't done a stock assessment for them since the late 90s. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And that was one of the arguments with conservationists. They sued nymphs over it, I think, actually, because uh, there was a paper done by this group in the Farallons. And so the conservationists were saying that that's the best available science because it's the most recent. Then like other people are saying it's not a complete study. So they need to use the 90s quota. And it's like, you haven't assessed the fishery in over 20 years. Like you should do, do it. Like, you should do an assessment. Do yeah. <laughs> because maybe there are more fish. Maybe we're all wrong and fine. But like no one knows unless you go look. <laughs> do, do you guys, I mean, do you guys know like about like in past years, like Morro Bay or Avila Beach being like super humpback friendly? Because I mean, I my you know experience is a lot less than your guys's but just over the past couple of years those areas that do get a lot less coverage than monterey and santa barbara have been having really good numbers of humpbacks i know Morro bay is definitely at humpback for sure for yeah Morro bay's had a whale watch company there for quite a long time for a while um, and it's I, I was just in Morro bay and they literally go you know a couple miles outside of the harbor and that's they get their couple whales and they go back right so like mm -hmm. who knows what's actually out there mm -hmm. i think that's a little hidden gem on on california's coast but yeah i think i mean i remember when everything started kicking off real crazy in 2014 there was lots of footage coming out of avila beach from shore gotcha yeah but i don't know about anything before that gotcha i mean even that that's seven years ago you know like yeah I think that's valuable you know observations and data there yeah so i think i want to go offshore we're getting close to the 10-year mark but i don't have enough you know where i want to go get answer davidson seamount no i want to go see the weather buoy the monterey bay buoy not the inner buoy the, bay buoy. <laughs> the one that's like 26 miles out i don't care i just want to see it <laughs> I bet there's so many. I bet the killer whales touch it with their nose all the time, and they're just out there. That's why it's not working all the time because the killer whales just go and high five it. Yeah, I think I dude. I bet you we go out there and there's just everything. They're all hanging out. They're like, ah, they think we hate each other, but Rizzo's and killer whales are playing and like. And short fit pilot whales and sperm whales. Yeah. And Listen, dude, if we can go to Big Sur or Point Sur, then we can go out to the weather buoy. Oh, why does it seem so scary, Caitlin, to go straight out thirty miles here? I'll, in Newport, I'll it go is kind of scary, day, but. Oh, here because when the weather changes, you're like, shit, screwed. You're screwed, <laughs> no, you just especially in a 20 foot freaking cava. No, I'll just put Adam in the cabin, dude, and I'll just go in slow. <laughs> Make sure your life jackets and your e are working. It's fine, dude. You can go straight out. You just got to leave it like 0400. Yeah, and know and that it's going to be glass. Travel for two hours, and then when you're out there, you see some whales at like eight in the morning, and then you go in early because you get scared. <laughs> like, I don't know how to find my way home in the dark. We have a radar. Yeah, we have a radar. <laughs> I used it this morning because it was – I could barely see in front of my eye. There was so much fog. Do you have, yeah. do you have some turkey fog out there? Is turkey fogging? Yeah, but Hit. you know what, dude? Fog doesn't even scare me because you just go to the numbers of where they were yesterday and it's like... Turn the engine listen. off. Listen. No, nah, today I it actually... It, to the south, it burned off pretty quickly. So I uh, found the whales, man. It felt good. It feels good when you find the whales. <laughs> it's always it's, so good when you find the whales. Well, it's like, okay, it's not not like they weren't there yesterday. I literally, Kate was like, they, I was like, I just asked, like, where were they the afternoon yesterday? And I'll like go there and work my way around, you know? And they were like 43 and 53. And I got stopped at 45 and 53 with Aurora and Fluke. And then I was like, they were going west. So I was like, okay, well, this is not where I want to be. So then I literally go two miles further and it's just like blow, 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 breach. And I was like, there's so many whales here. There was, yeah. I say eight, there was easily like 15 whales in that area. Like I could see some towards the beach that were on the edge of the fog. 
I could see some that had just left the feeding group. But like we saw eight at once is what I counted in the feeding whales. Yeah. So it's like that's what I'm going with. But there's so many whales. I love whales and they're just everywhere. <laughs> I love whales. You can't look at them all. Like I'm just like I'm trying to capture them all, but I just can't. <laughs> I got a new fluke today though for sure. What you're trying to do is freaking out happy whale me, dude. And oh my god. It will happen, Adam. I just need like two more months and then I'll catch you. <laughs> Oh, you guys it's are true funny. we've been seeing the same couple of whales but it's the same you know 15 20 whales like you can't, yeah. i'm not complaining about anything you know? yeah yeah we saw um some whales for the first time this season today who did we see crystal who is the 1980 calf of the famous whale salt and oh i had a cool story actually about today i forgot calf. 1980 calf one of the first branches on the family tree of the whales of new england um and a woman on my trip saw crystal as a calf she's like we went whale watching in the summer of 1980 and we saw salt and her baby and i was like this is her baby from that year it's a freaking 40 year old 40 year old you have to just cry out loud yeah i was like 40 years 40 years yeah i mean that's incredible I'm only 28, dude. I wasn't even close to <laughs> I'm only so, 23. I mean, that whale's older than me, and I'm older than both of you, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that was really cool to, like, have someone on the boat that remembers the year that he was there for the first time with his mom. Like, that was incredible. Dude, what are the odds, like? Yeah, that, I was like, like I asked, and they just showed up, right? Yeah. Well, Crystal had been around, but we haven't been down on Stellwagen Bank most of the summer. We've been on Jeffrey's Ledge. So we've been going north out of our harbor for most of the summer. But we went south today, and Crystal is very much a Stellwagen whale. So is Salt. They're very loyal to Stellwagen Bank within the Gulf of Maine. They're hardly found anywhere else. Yeah. And um, so last year we spent a lot of time with Crystal because we were on Stellwagen all summer. But this is the first time this year that we'd seen him. Um, and I feel like, let's see, Etch-a-Sketch was cited yesterday, and that is also in Salt's family tree. Um, I wasn't on the trip, but that was another one of Salt's, uh, I think, grandkids who was seen by our boat for the first time this season. She'd been seen by other boats, but uh, yeah, pretty cool. So I asked the lady, I was like, do you still have photos from that trip? She's like, yeah, I definitely remember taking pictures. And I was like, if you find those, send them to us. So that would be super cool. Dude stories like that make me like appreciate whales even more my memory today says it says wait hold on the, uh it says what if i told you this was a quarter of what we saw on this trip like it, it's like just a bunch of hump it's like a humpback like rolling around sea lions but it's like oh i'm telling you it's a good time it's a good time to be alive you guys september october is gonna be lit <laughs> lit you heard it here folks September, October is going to be lit. <laughs> All right, you guys, I have to uh, go cry. Yeah, Slater does need to go cry about a lot of things. Okay. But crying you, about tonight, dude. if you want to see Slater and Adam cry in person, come on the Whale Nerds weekend trip. October 14, 15, 16. Sign up at thewhalenerds.com. Fair warning, I can't cry from whales. It doesn't happen. Actually, I did cry. <gasps> I did cry for my first time. Did I tell you guys? No. I told you guys. In the beginning, of, I cried when that whale was breaching like the second day I had my boat in Monterey. It was like breaching and I started crying because I was like, oh my God, I have my own bow and I'm watching a breaching whale. And I called Margo, I called Margo and I, cause I was like kind of crying and I was so happy. And she was like, why are you crying? What's wrong? And I was like, I was like, no, I'm actually just happy. <laughs> oh, I, Dude, I, I cried. I cried after the yard, after the three months in the yard. I, we, Adam, we you saw cry all the time. On our, that's true. On our first whale watch. <laughs> on our first well dude it sucks because after three after three months in the yard we had like four days of like awful weather and so we couldn't go out even longer and i was just like fuming at the mouth like foaming at the mouth and then we went out and we had two wags in glassy water and i cried (laughs) okay why are we your friends (laughs) (laughs) big times it's a good thing we love you (laughs) That's true. I try. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone. We really didn't know if we were going to make a full episode out of this and now it's a very long episode. So thanks. How long is it? Over an hour. This is a fun Woo-hoo! episode. This is yeah. super fun. I like these. I like as much as I like talking about papers and science and all that boring crap, these are fun too. 
Wow. Just freaking, just, why do I even have a job on this podcast? Caitlin's science out the window. Why do I even put in all the hours reading those papers? (laughs) It's because you love us. We wouldn't be this far if we didn't wing it once in a while. Caitlin? That's how the podcast started. We We are... We are big winged New Englanders over here. Wing, no, you're not. New Look at your tiny little wings. You are not big winged New Englanders. <laughs> okay. Like Thank chickens. you guys so much for listening to this podcast. If you made it this far, you're a boss and we appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for all the support on Patreon. And if you guys aren't following us on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, it's at Whale Nerds. And our website is thewhalenerds.com. Um, you can go to thewhalenerds.com slash trips and you can book a trip with us in the fall and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Do we have a secret whale of the week? Yeah. Adam. Scarlet. Scarlet? Oh, Scarlet. That's a good one. Okay. Secret whale of the week is Scarlet. So uh, Now I'm going to post when episode 90 comes out, I'm going to post a video of Scarlet. It's going to be like, oh, it's going to be cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. Later.